If you're ready for your next TV obsession, you want to go to the CW on January 26th. That's the network that gave you The Vampire Diaries and Gossip Girl. And they're bringing you this awesomely dark and addictive new series called Riverdale. Based on Archie Comics, Riverdale puts a super edgy, twisted spin on the classic characters you know already. Did you ever read Archie? Which character are you? Are you a good girl like Betty? Or more of a Veronica? Are you like Golden Boy Archie? Or are you more misunderstood loner like Jughead? Which character are you secretly crushing on? Mmm, to Veronica. Uh, Riverdale looks like the perfect, safe, wholesome small town, but it's got huge secrets. It all starts off with a new year at Riverdale High and the mysterious murder of one of its most popular kids. Dun, 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 dun. Everyone becomes a suspect, and that's when the sordid details about what everyone really did over the summer and with whom begin to surface. You won't believe what the people in this town are hiding. Do not miss this jaw-dropping series premiere of the must-see new show, Riverdale, January 26th, only on The CW. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in thing. It's the hula hoop of the Jet Generation. PodcastOne.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. So, today we have a new president of the United States of America. That's right. And I just watched the inauguration. Did you watch it? I have not yet. I've been here. And did you listen to it? I haven't done anything yet. Do you not care about it? I do. I've just been waiting for you so we can do your show. Oh, okay. Getting everything ready. I put you before the president. I want you to know that. <laughs> My priorities are Brandy Glanville and then, the nation. Right. I got it. Oh, I Close liked, second. I knew I liked you. Yeah. I, I knew it. Um, I just have to say his speech wasn't overly dynamic, but he did pretty much insult everyone that Wonderful. had ever been president. And government across the board. I'm going to be the best president. A really tremendous president. You should see it. He first said how great Hillary was and how great Obama was. Everyone was there. Yes. And then he went on to say how corrupt government had been and how it's (laughs) horrible and how he's going to change things. And they're all looking at each other like, did he really just do that? Wonderful. He did. Yeah. But he didn't get shot. So that's good. I was was actually worried that uh, he might. That's a plus. That's a bonus. Yeah. And uh, I I don't want anyone to die. And you know what? Maybe we all need to just stop the protesting and and come together and realize we can't change this, even with protesting. That's been my thing. I'm like, I'm not happy about it. You don't have to be happy about it. But But, just know that like, it's like, uh, it's like training for a big fight. You got four years to train hard. Yep. (laughs) Come four years, Rocky Balboa is coming back. Right. And the more the, I think we just need to band together and like support him at this point even though i did not vote for him i'm not happy about it <laughs> yeah. but i don't think having you know these they had they already stun gun people today they what? had people throwing rocks wow. yeah it got a little violent already and i'm like jesus i'm not surprised i know but i'm disappointed and it's true people. because it's also interesting how when he got elected there was a lot of stuff um from very liberal people saying like oh like look at all this hate but then they show up to 
protest and they throw rocks at people. Right. It's like you exactly. have to be. Love is the answer. You know what I'm saying? Love like is ha- the answer. You have to be like Martin Luther King Jr., you know? Nonviolent. Yes, non-violent, exactly. Non-violent. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to talk more after okay. we talk to, to Marissa because she's here from Ladies of London and she's laying down on the couch out oh, there, actually. Let's bring her in. I, I don't know why she's laying down, but <laughs> let's bring her in. We'll find out. All right. Hey, I'm Steve Bertoni, host of the Forbes Interview Podcast, where we sit down with the people you see on the cover of Forbes. We're talking the world's wealthiest and most influential leaders. Like Richard Branson, Jessica Alba, Adam Carolla, Ashton Kutcher, Michael Phelps, Jason Derulo, Gaio Siri, and IEX CEO Brad Katsuyama. All this on the Forbes interview. Download or subscribe on podcastone.com or iTunes. Hey everybody, it's Brandi Glanville and I am here with one of the ladies of London who's now a lady of the United States of America, Marissa Hermer. Welcome. Thank you. So nice to see you. You're gorgeous, by the way. Your skin is stupidly great. Ah. And I love you. I could kiss nope. you right now. I'm not lying. I just, I just tell the truth. If it was bad, I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> so now you've recently had a baby. Yes. Uh, well, you have three kids. We both have a Jake, by the way. Oh, do you have a Jake? I have a Jake. Oh, it's such a good name. Is it Jacob or Jake? Just Jake. Mine too. Oh, it's a yeah. Name. I didn't want Jacob. Me I'm like, too. I just wanted like a solid Me little too. man. I Me want too. like a Jake. Yeah. So you have two boys and now you have a little girl. Yeah. And it was a difficult pregnancy. Yeah. And I, I was actually crying at the last episode of Ladies of London that, that I saw mm. because you were so sad and people mm. were coming after you a little bit. I'm like, she's going through it. Leave her alone. Mm. How did you handle that? Not very well. It was, yeah, no, it I mean, was real. It was a hard, it was pro, I mean, it was not probably, it was definitely the hardest time in my life. Full stop. Are you, are you still struggling with like postpartum? I'm not anymore. Okay. Um, I was for a while and um and actually when we were in scotland that's sort of when it really hit me i think i was struggling with it for a while before but it didn't it didn't sort of punch me in the face right until you were with all of these women there's drama you're away from your baby you don't have a support system yeah i can't handle it right now and i and i usually could like i usually had the facilities where i would be able to deal with it and this is when I just, I was like, I, I'm not strong enough right now and I can't do it and you've got, I need some help. Right. Um, and did you, I mean, I struggled mm, with postpartum depression mm, after my first son and I'm on Lexapro still to this mm, day. It helped me. It, I really saved mm, my life because yeah. I was, I just, I, I was sad for no reason. That's what happened to me. I was yeah. sad for, and I was like, what is, you know, new moms, we're tired, we're right, exhausted, we're overwhelmed and that's normal. But there was a. There was a, I would cry all the time. But you had a hysterectomy. I mean, that's like, that's a whole other level of, and and I think when you have surgery, it really takes a year to feel normal again. Yeah. And how long has it been for you? Nine months. Wow. So are you feeling? So I physically, I feel actually a hundred percent. Oh, good. Um, I had a, it, they call it a partial hysterectomy, so my ovaries are still in place, so I won't go through menopause early. Oh, good. Thank, Thank God. I mean, t- I don't get my period anymore, which I'm like... You're kind of lucky. I'm I know. I think it's okay. I'm like... <laughs> but do you get cramps? Will you get cramps still? I don't get cramps. I will oh. get PMS. Mm. Like, apparently, that, that monthly cycle is still there. It just doesn't exhibit itself, like, physically. Yeah, there's no blood. But my boobs still get a little bigger. Really? That's Which good. I think is okay. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. <laughs> That's okay. But, um, but, yeah, but along with that, even though I don't go through early menopause, the womb um, holds a lot of progesterone. And so while my bal- body is balancing out hormonally, like, the blood flow to my ovaries is obviously compromised. Right. And so, yeah, it's a huge surge in hormonal waves that I was just trying to work out and uh, along with just trauma of surgery right. and trauma of 
a new baby, baby like and you have three it's not just that a new baby yeah. you have two other little men to take care of so it's like you have your plateful and you're not 100% because you're not healthy you're not yeah. well and it's like it's a lot it's very overwhelming and i got really pissed mm. when the women got mad at you for going on vacation i was like newborns are supposed to stay at home it's not fun to travel with a newborn anyway the newborns are never going to remember it and you needed a break i needed do you know what i needed a break my almost more i needed a break but i think moms are so good about forgetting about themselves when actually we have to focus i should have been like marissa you need a break do this for you that's fine inside i i didn't and like i think moms we we feel guilty we feel guilty all the time like I actually should check myself into a spa and have a five-day pamper session, but like, and that's what I need and that's what I should do. But we're not we're not good at like doing that to ourselves. But my husband and my eldest son really needed some mommy time too. Right. And so in my head, I was like, okay, yes, this is for me at some level. Your but actually, your, your older kids will remember. The baby he, will not no. remember. And, well, and she couldn't. She wasn't. She shouldn't be on a plane No, exactly. Anyway. They're not even... I didn't leave the house for three months with my first one because I, I had made everyone pure... I was... I was psychotic. And then the second one, I would drop a pacifier. I'd lick it off and I'd stick it in his mouth. Like, here, take him. He's yours. But in the beginning... Like, especially when, mm. you know, there's, they're super little, mm. they really shouldn't be in public no. at all. I, so, I have to agree with you. I, yeah. I, yeah. But why, why were the women so concerned with it? Do you know what? I think... Like, it wasn't an easy decision for me to make anyway, and we made it at the very last decision, or sorry, the last minute, basically. Um, you know, my mother-in-law was had planned her 80th, year, you know, a year in advance, basically. Um, and I didn't know Sadie was going to be so early, so I never thought that right. we would even be able to go. And then when it looks like we might actually be able to go, I was like, oh, this is great. And then, of course, Sadie went got sick and went back into hospital, and I'm like, there's no way I can go again, and it was up and down. And it was less about the trip. It was more about... I had promised both of our boys that we would take them away for a weekend because the pregnancy was rough on me, but it was rough on everyone. Yeah. I mean, you know, with your boys, like yeah. when you they want a rough house, a, they want to they, you know, they want mom mommy who takes time them to the park and who does right. it, and like I couldn't do any of that, and so to sort of make up for that, I was my, Matt and I both said we would take them away for a weekend. And this was Max's weekend, and I was. I just didn't want to let him down. Plus, and, at eighty, you need to go and and well, do, because I know. you never know. You I mean, I as they get older, too. you have to. You really have to show up. Yeah. My grandma just turned eighty nine, and wow. I couldn't go to Sacramento. And I was like, "Grams, I can't make it, yeah. but I'm going to make it up to you." But I really, I should have gone. I just couldn't. Yeah. But if you can do it, like whatever. When you can't, you can't, can, and that's right. it. But I agree with you with those milestone moments, and when your parents get older, and you know, my mother in law is getting older, and she's been. Right. A, I, I want to do everything I possibly can to Absolutely. to celebrate those moments. And you needed a break. And it was it was a about break. really to me it seemed like it was for everyone. It wasn't a selfish. No. People were like, oh, it's so selfish. I can't believe she got on vacation. I'm like, why the fuck do they care? Well, do you know what? I think there's a lot. I think moms we judge each other. I mean, I do it too. I'm no, guilty we all, of it. I mean, we all judge yeah. each other. Even mo- not moms. Will judges me, my producer, all the time. <laughs> I judge him when he dresses weird. We judge. We all I think judge. It, it, it happens. It does happen. And I think Juliet in particular, she didn't. You know what hurt me is when she. She didn't say it in like, I'm, listen, I was surprised I went to a lot of my mother-in-law was like, are you you sure you want to go? Like, this is quite a lot for you to do. And I'm like, it is a lot for me, but you know what? Here are my reasons. And there was, there was love and support there. And I, I guess I didn't feel that from Juliet when I saw that scene, when she was sort of, in my mind, like 
sort of stirring the pot a little bit. She is a little. I, so I like. <laughs> Most of everyone, and I like to dislike some of the people because you know it's that's great. just how it that's is. What we're, we're, that's right. our job as reality TV stars. Like we right. need to make people gasp, and right. you know some people like us and some people don't. But at least we're doing our job. Now. Right, exactly. We're we're making a story, mm-hmm. and it is what it is. But it's interesting to me that that like the two Amer- where there's three Americans mm-hmm. on the ladies of London. And I'm like, wait, what am I watching? That you? Why? I just don't get why people are having a go at you, knowing what you're going through. I, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, 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 it's like I, yeah. not a question I that you can answer. I, um, I think, you know, they did know what I was going through at some level. I don't think they, you know, they weren't... Sympathetic. They weren't sympathetic. They weren't empathetic. They also didn't see me when I was like on the floor crying, being like, I'm right. not going to be able to get through this day. They didn't see me in the hospital room when I was thinking I'm going to lose my life. Do you know what I mean? Did and anyone come see you at the hospital? Julie Montague and Sophie both did. So they, oh, I was in and out of so of the hospital a lot during the pregnancy. And actually, you know, Julie and Montague and Sophie Samory both like threw me a party one night in my hospital room and like brought me sushi and we, you know. And, and was, Sophie can party because I Sophie. was just partying with her in New York and I barely made it out alive. Barely. I have the best times of my life and the worst mornings after with yeah. Sophie. She's great. Yep. <laughs> She's Pretty much. I mean, it just went on and on and she, we jumped on a fire truck and then she wanted to get in a police car go, honey, if you get in a police car, you're probably not going to get out. I mean, it was on next level, oh, but she was so days. fun. She's such a fun girl. She She's really. Girl. I don't know. Julie, I have not met Julie. She's the yoga blonde one blonde with the balls, yoga. right? Yeah. I yes. I dislike her on the show. Do you know what? I think this season she comes. She talks about Mapperton a lot, and which would be a great drinking great game to sort of how many yes. times whenever she says Mapperton, let's take a shot. She's a wonderful girl. She, is she? really is. She and she's a loyal and a great friend. I think she comes across like she's sort of. Um, she got bitchier and somehow. She's like, like, and she up, seemed like, like excited sweet about in the, beginning. the title, and, and you yeah. know, and she's not. And I think, I mean, you know, some people can be edited sometimes and not. No, the best of course, no, of course. I, and I, I, I know that <laughs> <laughs> doesn't happen yes. um, for that well. But and she's a wonderful girl. No, I think that when the first season, she was very. So- Is this the second season of it? Third, third. I watched it from the beginning, and she seemed to me very soft and sweet mm. in the beginning. And now it's just kind of like this different person obsessed with the title and throwing shots at Car- Caroline. Caroline yeah. And it's like, if you're going to come for someone, don't come for Caroline because that bitch will cut yeah. you. She is a gangster. Yes, yes. She can be, um, she can be tough. I'm, I love her, but I'm afraid of her a little bit. Yeah. She's just very dry across the board and it is what it is. And I don't know. I just love that about her though. She's very good television. She's great. Yeah. And I love the Dutch girl. Caroline Fleming. She, to me, and you are like the most normal. Caroline is great. She's, yeah, she's a dear friend. I love her. And she can do a yoga handstand. Did you just see that? Yeah, and she's so like zen too. And she really is. She's like, don't worry, darling. It's going to be all okay. But you can tell. You know, and and you sort of feel that when you walk into her house or when you're with her. It's like, it's all going to be okay. And you're like, all right. Gonna, it, the clouds are going to part. It's going to be sunny here in Los Angeles. <laughs> and you, know, you arrived and now it's pouring rain. So what brought you out here? My husband. I mean, what you see on the show really... It's really, it's, okay. Ha- it happens. I mean, Matt wanted sunshine. He, about a month, which you don't see because we hadn't started filming, a month before um, I delivered Sadie, he's, you know, I think we got back from the hospital again and the doctor was like, it doesn't look good type of thing. 
And he was like, that's it. You know, if you get out of this and Sadie, you know, our baby gets through this, then I'm selling everything and we're moving to LA. And I was like, okay, you're out of your mind, you know, like, like whatever. Sure, you know, it's just right. one of those crazy things. Like I want to go to, you know, Iceland for the weekend. Okay, sure, darling, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, and he, he did though. He actually, you know, he was getting a lot of offers for his nightclub anyway at the time. And it was, is that what, so I know that you guys were doing the restaurant with the hot doggy smiley exactly. face. So, um, we put everything on the market and, um, bougie sold and top dog sold actually, oh, which good. is great before that is Brexit, great. which is really nice and then um he we still own bumpkin and eclipse and so it's nice we still have sort of a base in london we've kept our house there but basically oh, that's good matt initially pitched it to me that um like we would do a little sabbatical here and i thought finally you know i wasn't in the headspace to emigrate i didn't right. want to move but you were in new york like you went to school in vermont and you I lived in new york yeah. new york this is a completely different well, I grew lifestyle. Up in Newport oh, Beach, okay. So, so I didn't read that. Yeah, far. Yeah, oh yeah. Now I know. <laughs> so I grew up. I was um, grew up in Laguna Beach in Newport Beach. So oh, okay. So, this, so actually, this is okay. So you get yeah, it because a lot of like big city people south. do not like. I get it. it. I get. To- but it's been a long time. I mean, the last two weeks, I'm like, it's a real change. We moved to the Pacific Palisades, which is beautiful. It is, but. I'm driving 10 minutes to get a cup of coffee. Anywhere, right. Like, to see anyone. To, you can't just walk out. No. Of, that's why I love New York. I lived there for so long, mm-hmm. and I just arrived back on Tuesday. And that's the thing. Like, you have to get in a car and drive somewhere to do anything. And there's yeah. no, there's not a lot of culture here. No. I think the only place you really find it is, like, Venice, because there's always people mm-hmm. out, and mm-hmm. you can walk out of your apartment, and there's people. Mm-hmm. But Beverly Hills and Cena, wherever, it's it's... There's no, not a really lot. Have you really have to out. seek it. Yeah, yeah, you have to find it. I think and that's what we're going to have to do. Because that's I the was, struggle. Yeah, I was sort of suddenly missing Europe, which is ridiculous because Matt is like, you are from here. I brought <laughs> you home. What's wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, I think it will change when the sun sort of peaks out maybe right. a little bit and we're not... I mean, we have three children, like basically under the age of five, and we're unpacking oh, boxes. So it's that's how chaos. Mo- moving and divorce are the two. I mean, you're not going to divorce, that's but they're I the said. two I most stressful that. things. I think, the, I think these ever. are the most stressful they things. Are. It's full on, but um, yeah. So we came basically because Matt wanted to change, and I think he, you know, I went through a lot because it was physically my body right. going through this sort of traumatic pregnancy and delivery, but. As a husband and a partner, he was knocked sideways. You know, he was told several times I wouldn't make it and that Ugh, his daughter wouldn't make it. I and imagine that. And that's, you know, he's for like, him, we're going to live life now. Like, we're going to do whatever exactly. we want to do. He's like, I, we are going to spend time together as a family. I want to live it up. I want to, you know, get some space. We don't get a lot of space in no, London. Of course. Yeah. He wants, like, I want space. I want to have barbecues. I want to see the beach and I want to, like, have a nice life. So, you know, fair enough. But do you have friends here? I do. I, you know, I have friends. Uh, like, I grew up here, but I didn't spend right. a lot of time here because I went away to boarding school. I went to school in Vermont or college in Vermont, you know, then I was in London. So um, I'm meeting a lot of new people, which is so funny. Matt, um, I was at the TCAs and Matt took uh, one of our children to like a school interview because then we've got to get them all into school. Into right. That. Good luck with that, by the oh, way. Jesus. <laughs> you have to get like three other signatures and it's, it's all my so friends hard. are like on lists for six years. Yeah. And, and we came here on a whim, essentially. Yes. So I'm like, oh. Meanwhile, I've done all this in London, so I'm exactly. like, we're, anyway. So Matt came back and he took Jake on one of these interviews and assessment, and then Matt was interviewed, and he said, "Yeah, I met this really nice family. These parents at the school interview, and we're going to go out to drinks with them." And I'm like, "Oh, that's nice. That would never happen in London. You don't meet really? someone. It's just, it's. I think people are friendlier here more. Okay, you know? I've never been to London. I've well, just like literally been in it the Heathrow. Like, <laughs> it doesn't happen. It's like." 
I don't know. And I, and I wouldn't, you know, you have your friends. Like, you don't really be like, oh, I like this. You know, yes, yeah. we like someone, but you're not going to go. You're not outgoing. You're not out, putting yourself yeah, out there for, like, a rejection. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, yeah. But like, also, you don't have time. You sort of, you know, you live in your own little circle. And you did it. And guys especially generally don't reach out. And Matt's British. So Matt is, like, really R- not. Dry. Yeah. He's not, like, not <laughs> make, he's not, not making any new friends. And he's like. We're going to meet them for drinks. I'm like, all right, you know. So it's it's nice. It's like an an adventure. We're meeting new people. We're trying new things. Going to new restaurants. So it's it's fun. It's just you know we're sort of finding our feet a little bit still. Well, the Palisades is great because it's it's very family oriented and it's a younger it's a younger crowd. Like Beverly Hills is a little old. Where do you live? (laughs) I live in Encino, where it's old as well. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But a lot of my friends that have kids live in those Palisades or Holmby Hills and. It's it's cute because it's so family oriented. It's so family, and they're younger. You know, the kids like we have t-ball practice on Friday afternoon. My friend's husband is coaching. They have pizza and beer. I mean, it's like really. Family. We have all that too. It's a nightmare. <laughs> I'm like, I wish my kids weren't into sports. My kids always be like fat and lazy and not want to do football. And I'm like praying for rain this weekend so I don't have to go there's, to football. There's, that there's something horrible. every weekend. Yeah. Every and every other like, and we have practice on Tuesday. We practice on Thursday. The game on Saturday. Pictures on Sunday. I'm like, when do I get? We mean pictures on Sunday for the football team. Oh, yeah. It, it's like, why do these parents have so much time on their hands? Does yeah. anyone work? No. Like, I mean, Nobody as I'm just and Jake wants me at every single yeah, thing. He's like, you're coming, right? Me I'm too. like, yes, yeah. I'm coming yeah. to watch you everything. say, when is it over? When is it over? Yeah. <laughs> it's exhausting. It's but, a lot. But luckily, I mean, we're, I, we could sit here and complain, but we have healthy children and we're lucky to have that. And exactly. Do you know what? It's, it's, it's the, the things that I like complain about, like, okay, I haven't moved into my house yet and I'm feeling, right. I'm living in boxes. That's really not the end of the world. No, it's like, champagne it's problems. Like, you have okay. a house, you have it's a really beautiful nice. family. Exactly. Like so. actually it's pretty amazing. And I have to keep remembering that when yeah. I like am tired or the kids are up all night or I'm like, can't find when I go into the kitchen, I don't know which cabinet, Anything. like the glasses, <laughs> like how do I get some water in this house? But it's really incredible to have this, like, adventure. And we're doing it as a family, and it's a pretty great place. So, you know, let's have fun. Now you have to try to stay positive because I like to complain a lot as well. And then I have to be like, okay, you're feeling sorry for yourself. I know. It's ridiculous. Mason, my my eldest son this morning, goes, I wonder what homeless people do when it rains like this. And I'm like, I, like, almost started to cry Mm -hmm. because I was like, I have to go here today. I have to be in my car all Mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. I have a car to be in all Mm -hmm. day. So and I was like, you know what? That's it. Put things. It yeah. really puts things in perspective. Yeah. And how old is he? Thirteen. Oh, he's, he's so a sweetheart. So Marissa, I'm gonna have to interrupt you again because I'm gonna talk about mattresses. You know that you just moved. You're probably getting a new mattress. Maybe you should try Helix. You're unique. You don't walk like everyone else. You don't talk like everyone else, and you don't sleep like everyone else. So why is your mattress one size fits all? A truly customized mattress could cost you anywhere from five dollars to $10,000 until now. Go to helixsleep.com, answer a few simple questions, and they'll run a 3D biomechanical model of your body through the proprietary hello, it's a lot of big words, but basically they're just sleep scientists, and the result, the most comfortable mattress you've ever slept on. Helix customers report a 30% improvement in all over sleep quality. And for couples, they customize each side of the mattress. Your mattress arrives at your door in about a week, and shipping is completely free. You have 100 nights to try it out, and if you don't love it, they'll pick it up for free and give you a full refund, no questions asked. 
So go to helixsleep.com slash podcast and you'll get $50 off your order. That's helixsleep.com slash podcast, helixsleep.com slash podcast. Speaking of Ladies of London, so what are you going to do now that you're, you're obviously not doing the show any longer? Well, I don't know. We are going back and forth to London okay. still. So the show films in the summer in London. Right. It's only a couple months, right? And it's, yeah. We only film for three months. So how long did you film Beverly Hills for? Forever. No, um, <laughs> no the, like the general shooting was three to four months, but then we would have pickup scenes and interviews that yeah. went almost the whole yeah, year. For, yeah. So it really it's felt like ending. it was never yeah, well, ending. Okay. So that's sort of... So we filmed three and a half months, which yeah. is essentially the summer. So before, about the same. initially, Matt said he wanted to come here for a sabbatical. Fine. Then... Once I realized I had to get the school, it's in the school here. I said, okay, you know what? We can do the school year here, and then maybe the summer is in London and Europe. Because I, I mean, call me crazy. I don't know. I know I'm from here, but I really fell in love with London. I'm such an Anglophile. I love Europe. It was just a, it was sort of this like fairy tale land for me. Well, I'm going to see Sophie. She invited Are you? Me. <laughs> Let's go together. If she remembers that Let's she invited Sophie me. Let's get out to LA too. Yes. I think she wanted to come out early summer. Well, we have to prepare for that. Okay. I'm going to like call them yes. babysitter for the morning. Because I don't know anyone in London. I know Callum, a friend, but I don't really have anyone to go and visit and I really want to go. You've never She's been? Like, I've never been. Oh, you'll love it. No, and I love New York. It's like my, ultimately when the kids get older, I'm moving, mm. going back to New York. Where I did love- you grow up? Sacramento, California. Oh. California's capital. It was not fun. Oh. And I try not to go back, but my family's there. So okay. well. I, I have like a 24-hour window. I fly in. Get in a fight with my dad, yeah. see my grandma, fight with my brother's sister, give my nieces everything that I own, and then I come home. That sounds like normal. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I joke that I get, I'm not, I guess I can't say the word. I can't, I get in trouble all the time for joking about bad things. I won't say it. Sacramento, by my nieces. Like anything <laughs> in my purse, if they want it, I'm like, here, just take it. I know. Like, How old are they? 13. 12 and 9. Just you cannot bring anything with you. No, but I, do, I always bring them presents, but then they want my stuff. And I, I don't have girls. I don't know how to deal with little girls. And so but I just, what are they taking? Lip gloss. They take my purses. They take my all of my makeup. All, and I have to do their makeup a hundred times when I'm there. Oh, my God. Uh, my phone cases. Anything. Anything I have. My sunglasses. I'm like... <laughs> yeah, like those are $700 security. sunglasses. But you can go ahead and keep them. And then I'm just... That's why I'm like... I love them to death, but I have to prepare. When are you when going next? Don't know. I, my, Buy some new sunglasses. I know. Well, try. I mean, I have a little bit of a shopping problem. When it comes to sunglasses, purses, and shoes, that's all I spend my money on. I don't clothes. I just feel like jeans and a t-shirt. That's what I, are fine. I'm just discovering. So I'm finally unpacking my wardrobe. I'm never going to wear any of my London clothes here. No, it's like it's I had. Forgive me, <laughs> but I had like a. I have a, fur, people wear furs in London, for better or for worse. I'm never going to wear any furs here. Like it's, I mean, no, you, t-shirts you'll and get, jeans. People will throw blood people on you when you, on me. when you walk. I yeah, just, get, I, I had that. a fur coat and I gave it to my little girlfriend. She was like, are you really giving this to me? I go, yeah, I really like it, but I'm afraid to wear it. <laughs> so you can wear it. <laughs> I was like, you go, well, she's not on TV and I don't think she's going to get in trouble and she doesn't give two fucks. And I was just like, I really love that jacket. I just, I know I need to go shopping. I have to go to like, what's my California wardrobe? Well, everyone runs around in yoga clothes all day. So you don't really have to go shopping. So I had this is when I panicked. So I was in the Palisades in the first week there, moving in. The most I mean, we just needed to get the kids settled. So I was doing like morning, noon, and night on the playground, and everyone was in Lululemon, Lululemon the That's whole it. time. That's it. But like not just in the morning. And at first I no, thought all day. Oh, everyone here exercises so much. They are 
at the gym the whole time. No, and we just like, pretend. We put on the clothes in and then wear it all the whole day. Time. Am I ever going to get out of my Lululemon? Like, like, you don't have to, though. But that's the beauty of, like... But I don't know if I want, like... I, that's what I wore when I was pregnant. That's like wearing my maternity clothes all the time. Well, welcome to LA. It really right. is. You will walk around. The only people that get what really... What are you wearing now? I have jeans on, like, okay. sass and vibe. But I have a lunch... That's, they're fancy. Well, I have a lunch date after okay. this. But normally, ask Will. I do not look cute when I come in here. He knows. He's like, well, you put on makeup today. <laughs> I, have, I have, like, gym clothes and True. Uggs and a hat, like a beanie. I have an ugly beanie like he's wearing right oh now. Oh, my gosh. Cool beanie. All the time. It's it's cool. Okay, for a and girl. A cool Doctor Who shirt. Admit it. We'll talk. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I he's very good looking and he knows it. So he tries to like dress crazy to get more attention. So <laughs> it is what it is. So now Caroline's in Dubai. Caroline's in Dubai. You're I here, but I don't think Caroline will spend the summer. I mean, who knows? And I, you know, I don't know what she, her plans are. But Dubai is really hot in the summers, and I don't think. A lot of people don't usually live there for the summer. I've so never they, been there. I don't know. It's hot. So and are you guys friendly? We are not speaking. I mean, I don't really speak to her that much yeah, right no, now. I, mean, I could tell on the show that you guys weren't friends, but sometimes things happen off camera and people do end up making yeah. up. Yeah. No, do you know what? I've, I've always actually got along with her. Um, and I've we have so many mutual friends. Um, I did get fed up when I, I was sort of continuously accused of spreading rumors about her yeah, when I did Yeah, you weren't spreading. You, you no. literally had a lunch with, I always said the Dutch girl because I can't remember her name, but Karen, I, I like Caroline her. Fleming. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why. Maybe because there's two Caroline. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But it was just, it was a casual conversation. Well, and part of that conversation, which was missed out, unfortunately, exactly. is she said, there's all these rumors being spread about her. And I said, well, they're, they're not true or are they true? And then what the the rest of the conversation was well then she you know she shouldn't worry about them if they're not true because you know i hear rumors about myself yeah and you know we uh, once you're we in the do. public eye yeah. you hear rumors about yourself and then you just have to stop and think are these true and are they not and if they're true and then maybe you want to check yourself about like or maybe just it's address it and get right. it out there get in or, front of it but if they're not true then like who cares because you're going to be constantly putting out fires left right and center that just don't actually matter and that's was actually the point of what I, what I was saying to Caroline Fleming about Caroline Stanbury, that actually if these weren't true, then you know, it doesn't matter. And the fact is she is going to be with her family, and that's actually great. Like I, especially with what so we're doing So it's not true. Now. She's not running from the law. Yeah. <laughs> it's not true. She's not running from the law. I need I to know. Put, I will put it out there. Um, however, I think unfortunately because wherever this rumor came from, I, that I started these rumors, someone starting a rumor about me, um, I don't know, but after being like, I, I, I got fed up with yeah. continually being accused, accused of this, of and I'm being like, where it enough. came from? Right. Like, I do have some level in, of integrity. I don't talk about your business. I'm, and at the end, I was like, I, I don't even care. I'm not that interested. Now, the truth is, of course, I care about her. I want her to be happy. Of like, you, you know, don't all want of anyone. That. Yeah, right. Yeah, but once I get pushed to an edge, I'm like, leave me alone. I don't care. Like, stop. Do you think it's because? You're very sweet and you're easy to come for because you I, I don't you just seem like so sweet and they know they can take advantage of you a little I, bit. I I think what may have happened there's two things is that I don't speak to Caroline all the time. Now that doesn't mean we're not well we weren't on now she's not too thrilled because in my interviews I'm like I'm fed up I'm so sick of her she's so obnoxious. Now that only came after I was like continually being badmouthed right. by her, and I'm like, enough, you know. Before, I, you know, I had no. Yeah, issue if you're with gonna her. dish it, you got to be able to take it back. So, 
Um, yeah, so we're, you know, I haven't heard from her in a while, but that's fine. But before, you know, we, we were we were perfectly friendly. Um, and we always had a nice time with each other. I can't remember what I was talking about. Did no, you no, no. I was just, I, no, I don't remember either. No, uh, were you, are you guys actually friendly now? I feel like they come for you a little bit oh, because you're an easy target. Okay, so with Caroline, two things. So I do, or I, I did, um, I haven't spoken to anyone for a while because I'm sort of living in boxes and trying to unpack, um, speak to Luke a lot. And Luke was... That's her makeup artist. Her makeup artist. And He's Luke so was cute. a friend of mine, or is a friend of mine, and a friend of a lot of the other girls too. And, you know, Luke was sort of sharing with me some things that she was going through. And I then asked, is she Okay. You know, and I heard from other people, and I did hear rumors about her well, move I mean, in London. It, well, I mean, it was obvious that her, well, bus- was in the her paper, business yeah. fail, was failing. Things were not going well. I mean, I don't know. It was on the show. I mean, everyone knew. Correct. I asked Luke, is, is she doing okay? Merely, truly out of concern and just, you know, wondering, how's she doing? And I don't know if that got spun in a way that Marissa's talking about you because... I, wa- I was. But yeah, you're out asking. Of, I was... I was asking. I was literally saying, like, how is she doing? Um, And then the other thing, what was the other thing that I tried to nail it? Because I've tried to be like a junior detective to figure out, like, how the (laughs) hell have I gotten stuck with this? Why is this my fault? It's because, you know, I didn't, because I wasn't connecting with Caroline so much, and she had spoken to all the other girls, and she did hear these rumors around London that maybe she thought, like, because I wasn't the one that was talking to her that right. I was sort of the the, the puppet the person, master right. about this. And, you know, it, that's not that logical to me, but I can see maybe how, you know, if there's five people showing up for lunch and the one person who's not there, maybe she's being, you know, sneaky. Right. But no, okay, I wasn't. I was in the hospital. I was like, you know, with my newborn. Like, there were, there were other things that I was doing. Um, but maybe that's what she was thinking. You know, I don't yeah. know. I haven't gotten to the bottom of it. I at this point, I'm like, you know, like I, you don't care I, anymore. I don't like you're care. here. <laughs> I'm here. She's happy. She's in Dubai. She's happy with her family. You know, it's yeah. definitely fractured our relationship, but ultimately, like, she's happy. I'm happy. Like, great. And did Juliet go with her? Because she seems to go everywhere with her. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. But it, the relationship between Juliet and and Caroline reminds me of Lisa Vanderkunt and myself. <laughs> Yeah, I always call her that. Um, (laughs) It was like I was her minion and I was like always fighting her battles for her. It was like and I was just lucky to be around her. And I did feel that way. And I was doing that, you know, and it was and I'm like, oh, I kind of see that relationship Mm. between the two of them where no matter what, Juliet's going to have Caroline's back hard. Yeah. And so if Caroline doesn't like you, then Juliet's not going to like you. No. And so I don't know. And even with. Sophie and it, the whole thing just it just reminds me of Beverly Hills Housewives but you guys yeah. are younger and have accents well you don't have an accent <laughs> but I was like this is the same shit that's yeah, going on on our show it does and it happens I think within a lot of groups yes of there's friends. always like alliances it's not, people pair yeah, off. there's not unique I don't have that and I don't know maybe we had this conversation and it comes up I think in the finale so it's, this isn't it like a teaser but um, about loyalty and what is loyalty and I don't, ha- I don't have blind loyalty. Like if my friend's doing something wrong, Not I'll be blind, like, no. "You're you're wrong." Right. You know, like I support my friends through thick and thin. Right, all of that, absolutely. And my husband, but even when my husband, who I am like totally loyal to, 
if he's doing something wrong, I'm like, say I think you're wrong. Like, this is not right. I don't agree with everything he says. I don't agree with everything my friends say. And some friends appreciate that and some don't. And I think that's where Juliet and I had some issues in our relationship is I didn't agree with everything she says. Right. But you, you don't have to. But I think with but Juliet... But some friends there, want that. Right. But with Juliet and also I think with myself, there was a fear of disagreeing with the head honcho. Right. And out of fear, then it becomes like blind loyalty, even though you know what's wrong and you want to say something, but you just don't. Yeah. And I don't know. Like when I watch your shows, I'm like, okay, this is happening. That's happening. This is happening. And like, you saw I, yourself I, in it. That's I so did. interesting. I was like definitely the Juliet for a little while. And, and do you feel free now? Oh my God. You have no idea. When I finally spoke up yeah. and was like, I am done being <laughs> your yeah. sidekick, yeah. really, I'm... I don't, I will never go back mm. to that. And maybe down the road we'll be friends again, but I, I don't do that with anyone else in my life. I'm very straightforward. Mm. I tell the truth, I, whether they like it or not. And I love all my friends, mm. but I don't, I don't have that except for with that certain person. Right. And I don't know if maybe Juliet is just like that with Caroline. Do you think, or do you think she's like that with her other friends? Cause she doesn't seem I to have anyone she, else's no, back like I that. Mean, I don't. She never, she, we weren't like that. I mean, we had a real lovely, I mean, I miss our friendship because mm-hmm. I, Juliet and I were really, really good friends and, and we never had that, um, that minion sort of right, no, relationship it was like very equal. at all. It was very equal and supportive and, you know, and all of that. Granted, obviously some things change and that happens and that's life. But, um, I don't know if she has that with anyone else. I don't know. I feel like Sophie's a little afraid of her sister-in-law, ex-sister-in-law. Not not now so much. Well, I mean, well, maybe, maybe listen, more now. I, think, I feel like it I think when we were filming, you know, Alex moved out the week before we were filming. I know, it was it's the, horrible. The worst. It's the worst time no, a woman can go I, yeah, through. I, I mean, I've you been know. There, done that. It's and then not, the camera showed up at her yep. front door, and she's like, oh, my God. And meanwhile, Caroline is... A friend, but also her sister-in-law, right? The aunt to the is the kids. aunt to her children, <laughs> who's like whose children are her children's cousin. I mean, it is so intertwined, and that makes it really difficult for Sophie to be. You know, Sophie obviously, you know, when she felt she was like losing her family essentially and losing her husband, she didn't also want to lose everyone. Rest, but at the end of the day, else. blood is thicker than water, and they will side with family. Yeah, and I mean, maybe not in the beginning. But at some point, they go that way, and I feel I feel bad for Sophie because I can tell that she's she's going through it, and she's mm-hmm. telling me all these things, and I, I feel like there's a little fear though of Caroline with Sophie. Mm-hmm. Like I, I felt like she was having her own voice, and then it kind of reversed in the show. Definitely, I don't think now. I think now she feels comfortable where she is and realizes yeah. what is. Like you know, it, it what's it's happening, gonna, it is, happening. It is what it, it is. is. What it is. Um, but during the show, yeah, she wanted to hang on to, you know, whether or not I think she was in her mind doing the right thing or the wrong thing. You know, Julie is a really good friend of hers, and she knows that Julie has been there for her through thick and thin. And I think you know, while she was while we were filming, she also wanted to hang on to Caroline Stanbury, and part of that hanging on to it is sort of saying like, Julie, get you know, get. she was in a really tricky, tricky place. Right. Um, and you know, it's not easy when you go through a divorce. I, I haven't been through it, but I can only begin to imagine. Well, you're and, not going to go through no, it. No, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to at all. No, I'm yeah. not going to. But you know, I, I can only begin to imagine that it puts someone in a very difficult position within a lot of different oh, relationships, so it's and so, so she hard. was going through that. 
Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, the only thing that really heals and is time. Mm-hmm. And then when you're filming a TV show and everything's out there for everyone on social media to have an opinion on, it makes it, it heightens it and makes it a million times yeah. harder. Yeah. And I, you know, I feel for Sophie and I, I like her. And she made out with my friend Dean. What? Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and they went on a date the next time, I'm telling everyone. Oh. It's fine. So she's doing he's okay. Cute. He's very handsome. She is doing just fine. She's I mean, gorgeous. She's go- her hair. It's stupid. I, ha- I mean, like, I can't. I want to cut it while she's sleeping. <laughs> I just don't because we won't be jealous. able to be mesmerized if all the time. There's like some like GIF. Is it called a GIF? Yeah, a GIF. Yeah, GIF? we we have this big. Do you have the oh, GIF? Wow. Yeah, we. I don't have the GIF yet of Sophie's hair. But uh, if you're ever feeling stressed out and you just need to be like mesmerized by something, she just like shakes it like this. It's so pretty. Anytime she does this, it's like and it falls perfectly. I know, I know. And I'm like, it's oh like wait, water. is my extension tape showing? <laughs> And I was like, uh, yeah, there's none of that. She, and she does it like with her eyes closed in she's 10 a, minutes. But uh, there's so much hair. How do you do it in 10 minutes? I, I mean, she's, she's magical. Beautiful. I like, she's I feel beautiful. like she looks like Kathy Ireland and Carol Alt had a baby she's sister. She's beautiful. She's she, really she's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and she's fun. She's very fun. Yes. I've very. Had great times with her. Yes. Um, we'll get her out to LA. We, <laughs> where are we we have to go be out? very careful with her. I don't know about like Los Angeles. Where do you go out here? So. LA, you don't go to like clubs here if you're right. over 30. Okay. Well, so, I'm 20. Okay. So then you're good. <laughs> no, I don't go to clubs anymore, but I'll go to like restaurants and lounges. Right. That kind of thing. Really just really long, nice dinners. Um, there's Hyde, which is a lounge, but it's turned into really like a young That's club. A, like, yeah. I used to see like it's two five, it, ten years ago. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, it's now it's had a re a resurgence, oh. but it's getting young and, and people are spilling drinks and I don't like it right. anymore. Um, just restaurants, really. You go to Craig's, you go to Catch, you go oh, to... Oh, I think I'm going to Craig's tomorrow. No, tonight. Tonight. Oh, it's Craig's one of my best friends. I love him. He's awesome. Really? Okay. Yes. So tell him you know me. He'll okay. take care of you. Okay. He's the best. Um, where else do we go? I mean, Sunset Tower on uh, oh, Sunset, think, on yeah. Sunset, okay. Sunset Room. Um, there's not... Nice guy. There's not a lot of adult places to go out that's why right. i like new york so much because right. when i go out i don't feel old because it's like all ages everyone yeah but here you're gonna see 17 year olds right i don't and want that no, you don't that. i don't want it yeah, either okay. it's not it does not make me feel good <laughs> about myself <laughs> so it's really hard i think mostly we do we do a lot of dinners do people have it. dinner parties here um yeah not a lot not not mm-hmm. as much as obviously you do in london yeah. with the castles and shit i'm like we always have no, dinner parties yeah. um <laughs> i don't know it's really like we'll do like premiere parties or we'll like okay. some of my friends have restaurants here and we'll like all meet up for different things but it's not it's not like london or new york and not that i know london but right. i feel like when i go out i just feel 100 yeah okay <laughs> but ask the, the the parents in pacific palisades there's so many great restaurants over there it's a, okay it's just you know not a lot to to do that's the one thing that's why like i love going to new york yeah I'm going to New York in a couple weeks. Oh, good. You have been. I love New York. So the future of the show, we oh, don't right. know. Future of the show, we don't know. Well, we, you know, we never know because I think there's a couple more episodes and then right. they work out ratings and da-da-da. Um, but yeah, we don't know. I mean, we'll go back and forth to London. And I love Ladies of London. Me too. And it's like I one of the, the only other ones I watch. I get to hang out with my girlfriends, basically. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's really nice and fun. And, and they're nice, most of them. And I have a really good time with them. And even the ones who sometimes I have a rough time with, I still like. Yeah, you know, of course. I, I mean, I of course. It's just like, 
It's sometimes you're just making drama. a show. Yeah, it's sometimes know? there is some drama and cat fights and claws, and you know, put up with it. So. I always say, like at the end of the day, even if I'm fighting with them on TV, if I see them on the side of the freeway and they're broke down, I will still totally. stop Me too. and help them, yeah. even if I don't like them. Yeah, yeah, on you're television. right. That's a, you that, know what I mean? Yeah, that's good. That's good. I would do that too. Hey, Marissa. Speaking of having to get in your car and driving, I'm gonna have to take a break and talk to my audience about True Car. In order to feel comfortable that you're getting a fair price, you need pricing context. Information that empowers you to feel confident. With TrueCar, you'll see what other people in your local market paid for the car that you want. From there, you can connect with the local TrueCar certified dealer and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Using TrueCar, you can easily find the car that you want. TrueCar will show you what other people in your area have paid for the same exact car that you want. So now you know what the fair price is so you can buy with confidence. Once you register, you'll see real pricing on actual inventory. This is competitive pricing offered to you only by TrueCar certified dealers for an actual vehicle on their lot. It's pricing you'll see before going to the dealership so you can feel confident when you show up. With TrueCar, you can connect with a local certified dealer of your choosing so you can enjoy a quick, easy buying experience. TrueCar customers are more likely to enjoy a faster buying process when they connect with TrueCar certified dealers. TrueCar users save an average of over $3,000 off MSRP. And when you're ready to buy, just visit TrueCar to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features are not available in all states. It's great. Well, it's been lovely having you here. It's and nice to see do you, you. You have social media? Are you promoting anything? Like, oh yes, it's a good point. Yes, um, I wrote a book. Oh, you've written a book. Yes, I've written two, actually three. Wow, you yes. wrote more after the first. Yes, <sighs> this book was so hard to write. I'm excited; it's coming out in April. But I'm like, it might be the first in the last. <laughs> Who's your publisher? Are you um, Rodale? Oh, that's Rodale. Nice. It's a cookbook, and it's actually all my favorite foods sort of that I grew up with married with my husband's favorite food sort of the food I learned to cook for him but also with like some California thrown in there because oh, that's nice. what I wanted I saw it like you wanted to have Thanksgiving and I'm like oh bitch can cook yeah yeah so. <laughs> I like it you know I've got kids so I you, love so to you cook. end up you want to be like a cozy mommy and cook for your family it's like well, it, well so it comes out in April and it's called comes out in April it's called an American girl in London 120 oh, nourishing recipes for your family from a Californian expat. Now, can you pre-order it? You can pre-order it now oh, on Amazon, perfect. on Barnes & Noble. Pre-order it. Yes. Yeah. Do that. And then you'll have to do a book tour, and that will be fun. I know. I'm excited. I've never done that before. Oh, it's fun. It's super fun. Is it? <laughs> I actually got my first book last night. Like, they sent me. I got it in the mail. Oh, um, nice. It's crazy. You end up pouring your heart and soul into something, and it takes... It's so personal. It's, like, so personal. And then suddenly... It's there. Like, yeah. It's You're like, I did this. It's, it's really it's nice to look at something and be like, I actually uh, yes. did this. Like, I It's an accomplishment. This. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. Well, congratulations. Yeah. I'm going to pre-order it. So put that Will on you? the list. Well, Norm's going to pay for it, but we're ah. going to pre-order it. He's our boss. He's not here. that. Do it. <laughs> we're going to do it. Well, thank you for being here. And thank how do we so find much. you on social media? Uh, Marissa Hermer. Really oh, easy. easy. I mean, really I saw you on Twitter last night while I was getting in fights with other people oh, yeah but yeah it happens on Twitter. it happens yeah. i mean especially with me i'm a little feisty but um all right so we'll be right back in a few minutes thank you for being here nice to meet you, you thank too. you for having me so we have a new prez mm-hmm. i call him dp 
DP. Yeah. That also means something else. And I uh, know that. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> in other communities. Yeah, that is true. Um, so I feel like I just want to ask everyone to try to get along. Can't we all just get along? Yeah. I Why think that's the important thing. Why can't we be friends? That song. Right. Just sing that for right. four years. Why can't we be friends? Exactly. Or kumbaya, my lord. Or if you're a, a non-religious person, kumbaya, non-denominational Well, apparently he's incredibly being. religious because he referenced God and the Lord about 20 times during his speech. And I never knew him to be never. a He's a, just invoked words. He's going, just, it's like his, his speech man. is like Mad Libs. He yeah. just says whatever people think will be funny or what they want to hear. Right. It's just weird verbs yeah. and nouns and things. I've never seen him pray. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I do know DP, and he does not pray. <laughs> you praying, man, DP? <laughs> better hit your knees. You better get up to church. <laughs> um, I do believe in God, and I I just felt like it was insincere when he was he was talking about God. But um, listen. I think it's insincere when he talks about pretty much, pretty much everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Let's give him a chance, and you know, hopefully he can make America great again. Hopefully. We'll see. You never know. He's made China, you know. Great. Great. Because he gets his ties Very made well. there. Russia. Russia. That, yeah, him and Putin are hanging. Dude. And he's like, we're good friends. Remember that shirtless photo of Putin on his horse? No. I wonder if we'll get a shirtless picture of Trump on his horse. I don't want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll show you what he wants you to see. Oh. <laughs> Regardless of whether or not you visual. like it. I got a visual. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. But I would like everyone to get along and just stop the protesting and and just 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 be kind and let's all be together and united for the United States of America. That's right. Um, that said, also, Will, did you know that I had a facelift? I did not know that. Well, you don't appear to have had a facelift. I didn't. Okay. But um, apparently last week they were reporting new face, new show. Oh. And I'm in here once to try one, one or twice, once or twice a week. I can't even talk. And have you ever seen me with bandages or anything suspect? No. I mean, you've seen me with no. some zits, but... <laughs> anything suspect? No. 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 And you know what? It just... I don't know why it irks me so much because when I get a facelift, mm-hmm. which I will at some point... I will be the first one to share it. I might even videotape it okay. and share it on the web. Yeah. The web. Let's Do people on the still podcast. say the web? web? On, the, on the World Wide, <laughs> Wide web. web. AOL.com. Keyword brandy. <laughs> She's actually getting a face of now. Um, and I will one day. Okay. I, I promise you that. Just, Great. It just hasn't happened yet. Right. But whatever. Um all right, so I'm going to do Larry King's podcast Wonderful. on Monday. I don't okay. know what he's going to say to me. Who cares? He can say anything. He's Larry King. Exactly. That's yeah. why I'm scared. He's a he's a gentleman. I no, I met him in here with his beautiful wife. Yeah. I, I I'm just I feel like I'm a little intimidated. So they're I'm, great. They're I, very I, nice. I know they're nice. I just don't know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> I'm like okay. Um, and then we'll be back here with uh, Carrie Keegan. That's right. She's our next yep. guest. Yep. And uh, I'm going to meet my boyfriend for lunch. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. In the pouring rain. In the pouring, I heard in the porn rain. Porn and I was like, in the porn in rain. The porn rain. Yes, it's Good called a golden shower. It's coming down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to get off. No. <laughs> yes, we do. It's Friday. <laughs> We're off the air. Bye, people. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Hey, it's Layla from Layla Ali Lifestyle on Podcast One. Now as an undefeated boxing champion turned fitness and wellness expert, 
I'm going to be bringing you the information you want to hear on holistic wellness, parenting, fitness, cooking, relationships, and so much more. You can download new episodes of Layla Ali Lifestyle every Thursday at podcastone.com or subscribe at iTunes.